All right, here we go. Welcome to the Woodward's Filmcast with Mitch Haba and Colin Ward. Let's go and make the greatest movie ever. Yeah. All right. Camera. What the hell is going on? What a piece of junk. That's really not the case here. This is a great script. Look, here's the mic. Now you talk, toys. Here's your host, Kale Davidoff. Guys, let me ask you what commitment is. <laughs> commitment to your craft is doing it during the first Red Wings playoff game. Mm-hmm. And we're not, it's not even on the background here as we record this on uh, April 13th, Wednesday night. We're just, we're just recording this podcast and there is no Red Wings game. We are focused in on film news, talk, and the movie Eye in the Sky. It's important. It is important. That's how much we um, care about our listeners. This is what we do yeah. for you guys. Yeah. Although we did do this last year for the game seven. It was or ex machina. Do you remember yeah, that? And we and, did it. And while we're young, yeah. 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 And, and we then we drove, watched them lose. We drove from your old house to <laughs> this, this house. house. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey everyone, welcome to the Woodward's Filmcast, your Detroit podcast for movie, TV, news, and discussion. My name is Kale Davidoff. I'm here as I am every week with my good friends, Colin Ward and Mitch Haba. Me, Colin, and Mitch, we get together every single week and we uh, watch a movie and we talk about it. We also get into some movie headlines and uh, TV headlines too. We talk TV a little bit too, every once in a while. We dabble in it. And we dabble some TV. Um, the the thin dabble. line of that media, those medias, yeah, media, it's getting more thin. Yes, thin and um, out. But yes, uh, so we we get here and we talk about uh, some uh, news from uh, uh, around the world and in Detroit. Which I I want to before we get into some stuff here. Oh, where did it go? Oh, oh, what is this? Oh, did you guys see That's this? That's inappropriate. <laughs> you just pulled out his paycheck did to show us. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys see this little? I did uh, see this. Thing in the front page of the entertainment. Oh, what is that section? Yeah. What's going on there? It's about the oh, movie you guys know. made. Let's check it out. This was uh, an article. If you guys didn't see it, in the uh, the Detroit Free Press by Julie Hines, she was kind enough to do a story on independent filmmakers in Michigan. Sweet. You know, featured in this article uh, were films like My Film New Money, uh, The Pickle Recipe, uh, which was shot here last year, um, and uh, also The Alchemist Cookbook. Uh, directed by Joel Petrikas and uh, produced by my friend Ashley, who also produced New Money. That film was just at uh, South by. It got a lot of good reviews. Wow. Cool. Um, I can't wait to see it. They did have a screening at the Capital City Film Festival in Lansing last Saturday, so mm. maybe some of you got to it. I heard it was standing room only. It's crazy. This film's getting a lot of buzz. Alchemist Sweet. Cookbook. Oh. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, pick up your last week's free press, guys, and uh, you know, free- I'll, I'll do autographs. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm like uh, I'm mentioned in a little bit, um, but yes. More importantly, <laughs> well, excuse me. Let me tip my hat to the celebrity. In the yes, room. there we go. I got it. I got him to say it. Celebrity. <laughs> no. no, but Jeez, but I more. Didn't know I was in the presence. More importantly, this article is all about uh, life after the Michigan Film Incentive and how uh, it's still possible to still make working. independent films here, and uh, people are still doing it. So, hell yeah, Michigan uh, film crew base. Yeah. I mean, we're probably, well, guaranteed going to have a new governor soon. So. Right. So, so uh, keep kicking and that incentive might be around the corner. Um, uh, we'll get to some more news. We, we, have, been, we have been doing this thing lately um, called uh, Good Film or Shit Flick. It's a little debate game we play here on the Filmcast. 
great. Uh, where Callan yes. and Mitch go at each other. I throw up a movie in the air. And, Don't tell uh, us before you. I, I won't. I won't. I, th- I throw up a movie, and uh, whoever goes first has to has to pick a side. They have to decide whether it's a good film or a shit flick, and the other person has to debate the opposite opinion. Uh, who went last? Who started that? Who chose last week? I don't remember. I don't remember. It must have been you. Mitch chose no. Mitch chose first. I chose second. Mitch chose third. This is the fourth. Okay, week. so, um, Callan, would you want to go first or second? I would like to go first. Okay. Ooh. All right. Good. So, um, I'm gonna give you. Dun, dun. Here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna say a movie, and uh, I'm gonna give you a minute to tell us why it's a good film or a shit flick. A full minute. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. and then you have 30 seconds to respond uh, to Mitch's minute, who, who has to argue the opposite opinion. Um, are you ready, Colin? I'm ready. All right, let me get my, uh, my stop. It's got to be exactly a minute, so I got to get my stopwatch out here. All right, the film is Napoleon Dynamite. Ready? Oh, God. Okay. Your minute is, is it's going. Oh, it's starting. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Napoleon Dynamite, uh, shit, shit flick. Um Granted, I haven't seen it in a while. When I did see it, I laughed, but it wasn't, I think, the cultural phenomenon that people portrayed it to be. And I don't think it stands up upon a second uh, second viewing. It's kind of like a, um, not even cheap, but like a, just a half-assed attempt at, I think, like, independent comedy like in the quotation marks um while maybe it paved the road for more well produced and well made comedies uh down the line thinking little miss sunshine most notably um i i i I don't really like this film um has some chuckle moments but i don't think it's um warrants it's possible greatness that some people uh, remember it by that was a minute that was a minute and seven (laughs) felt like like five (laughs) (laughs) mitch Um, you have to argue that napoleon dynamite is a good film ready yes go uh i think napoleon dynamite is a good film um mainly because i haven't seen it in many years and it's still i can still remember specific scenes um, I think it's the very first of its kind in this sort of, um, like, I, I hate to call it this, but like quirky comedy, um, quirky indie comedy. Um, but it's genuine in everything that it does. All the characters are genuine and uh, have good hearts. There's no, like, real, there's no bad person in this movie for the most part. And uh, it's kind of just a, like, you know, week in the life of a weird kid in 80s Idaho. And I th- always thought that that was a very uh, fun topic and fun character study, as ridiculous as the character may be. And plus that dance scene, it's pretty fun. Jamiroquai, yeah. Right. All right. I don't, that was probably less than a minute. A little I, bit. I got it out. I'm good. You have 30 seconds to respond, Colin. Um, my only response would be that Upon a second viewing, the characters were really, really basic to me and um, really, you know, confined in the type of, um, you know, box that these characters are. Like Napoleon Dynamite was a weird, awkward kid, and that's what he played. Pedro was a token Mexican (laughs) uh, 
Tina was a token donkey or llama. Wow. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know. It's there you go. There was his his uh, his girlfriend or not girlfriend, but the love interest. I thought she was a good character who uh, did like glamour shots. I, I don't really get when you say they're too contained because I mean. There's his, his brother Kip, who whose girlfriend they, that he met online comes from Detroit on a bus or whatever. Maybe it was. not contained, not, not contained, Super tall but black woman. Stereoty- stereotypical was actually stereotypical. the word I was, that I was looking for. Hmm. That they're very the characters are stereotypes for what Ner- everything nerds nerds <laughs> Mexicans black women. I'll say that I always maybe it was I was hypersensitive about this in middle school when I was the least sociable of my life and mm-hmm. you know had hair like this all the time kind of thing. Um, but I remember thinking about Napoleon Dynamite was like, you know, everyone's watching this and being like, oh, look how quirky and cute and funny that character is. But like, if that everyone knew that person in the middle school and high school and made fun of them all the time, uh, you know yeah. what I mean? And yes, that's what I did. That's what Bobby, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I'm not saying I'm a saint. I'm just saying that, you know, like, Colin made fun of me a lot, is what I'm saying. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I mean, I, I I've, I I don't like what I don't that like that movie. I feel like for the second viewing thing, right? I don't know. Yeah, I think second upon Probably. second viewing, it's like <laughs> it's, not, it's not. I don't even think I've seen it a second time. Actually, <laughs> I didn't see it a first time probably until like high school or something. Like way later after it came out, or like I, it came out like we were seventh eighth grade maybe. Yeah, 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 it was definitely middle school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was behind on that. I think it's kind of like a a Wes Anderson wannabe mm-hmm. like 80s Wes Anderson movie mm-hmm. but I do think it paved the way for like super bad characters it like they, did, they didn't mm-hmm. go to the extent but it was like McLovin. the nerds are gonna be the heroes of these movies yeah. like yeah right but it's like McLovin was a more like realistic character than I think anyone in Napoleon Dynamite was yeah like they just well, yeah. seemed well, yeah. more. Yeah, it's like they didn't go to the extreme. Like the everyone was a character in *The right. Dynamite*, and right. I wish life was that exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Bet I could throw a football over the mountains. <laughs> cool. Um, so we also do some uh, movie and TV headlines before we get into our movie. Yeah. Movie. Um, which is "Eye of the Sky," "Eye in the Sky," "Eye in the Sky," um, "Eye of the Sky." <laughs> let's start with what what I, let's start with what I thought was like. There seems like like there was like four hundred thousand trailers that came out this week for big About. movies. Yeah, Mitch, what do we what do we got there in the trailer roundup? Um, I think first we got uh, Rogue One, or unless right. you want to save that for last. No, let's talk about it. Okay. Do you want me to list? All right, we'll just start. Yeah, like first. so. The Rogue One trailer. Rogue came One. Out. I mean, what I was we, excited. We, we, I, everyone listening has probably seen it. I mean, what did you yeah. think of it? I really liked it. I thought it was kind of cool. Um, seeing a different take on it, you know, mm-hmm. a different story, and I like that aspect of it. Plus, some of the shots were really cool, mm-hmm. uh, especially the one with the ATATs in the foreground, just or in the background, like walking towards our characters. Little, We're running out. Little, little tidbit out of the ATATs. They did this in the Star Wars <laughs> Rebels uh, animated show too, but the ATATs in that shot are different from the ones that Empire Strikes Back. And Ooh. these ones look a little more like the concept art that was made for Empire. So it's kind of cool. They're going back mm-hmm. to the huh. Ralph McQuarrie concept art stuff. So but you really got the sweet. scale, like yeah. how big it was. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. What do yeah. you think? Yeah, I was, I was really 
uh, pleasantly surprised and am very excited for this movie now. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah, like Mitch said, there were some shots in there. I'm like, whoa, that's pretty. Look, when that well, when I, they were putting the disc yeah, into the Death the Star, shadow. Yeah, I yeah. kind of got big old chills right there. Yeah. Well, Colin, I'm obviously happy to hear that, but I'm also, um, I mean, I feel like, well, first of all, you're like the newest Star Wars fan in the room, right? I mean, you recently... I mean, I saw, I have the Star Wars original special edition on VHS. But like, it had been a while since, like, you watched them last year for the first time in a while, right? No! No? How would I watch them for the first time when I had the VHS and... No, in a and, while, I said. Like, wasn't that like... Like, rewatching re- re- them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But also, I'm just surprised, I mean, I'm happily surprised because, like, I feel like... You don't. You were like worried about the idea that there's gonna be a Star Wars movie every year, right? Well, they, this would is my second point to that whole thing. I love the trailer. I saw the trailer. And I said, "Okay, this Star Wars is gonna get very tired very quickly." I mean, it's you know, it could. It depends I get, on who you are. I, I get no, one I mean, every year. It's gonna get very tired very quickly for me. <laughs> yeah, but if they're new characters, like that'd be fun. Were you guys? But they're not so far. Yeah, that's, this is. No, this. I mean, this. This. Yeah, is, this. I mean, this is. But you know, don't we, we have we the think. Han Solo movie planned and a Boba yeah. Fett movie still planned? Still, don't understand why that even needs to be made. Yeah. But, um, I'm okay with Boba Fett, but the Han Solo movie. So we'll we'll get to it when we talk about Very Indiana well. Jones five. <laughs> I, I I my Rogue One opinion on the trailer was just um, I was surprised about how much we saw. I mean, you mm-hmm. think about the way that mm-hmm. the Force Awakens marketed itself. Um, you know, the first trailer was like four shots. You right. know, I thought we were gonna get something like that with Rogue One, but um, which is kind of cool. I think that they kind of need to do that for this movie because I think people are very confused about it. Mm-hmm. And, and it's interesting what start what, what Disney's doing because a lot of people, I think, I think a lot of people, casual fans, are just like, is this episode eight? What, yeah. what is this? And why is there another Death Star? But it's the first Death Star. <laughs> yeah, people right. are very confused about it. But, you know, it looked very cool. I think, you know... They kept the old technology like yeah. in, the, in the control rooms. Right. We're not going to see any holograms or anything. Right. Just be those, like flashlights on lines <laughs> right um you know i was worried about it because i was like this the idea i'm mean, the same thing with you that this is going to be oversaturated over very quickly but i'll just say in terms of that i mean this looks fresh it looks like it's going to be different like it's this looks like saving private ryan or you know it's a it looks like a sicario like a war movie, like war movie. I yeah mean, it's like in star wars so yeah at least they're gonna try to change it up a little bit mm-hmm. in fact i think a lot of people are gonna like this better than the force awakens because it's you know, the force awakens was just a rehash of a new hope and that yeah. kind of mm-hmm. thing you hear so when this comes out i'm just be like this is a rehash of whatever war movie <laughs> right. it, it follows <laughs> Probably. They're all the same. Yeah. So yeah, that was D- a, the dirty dozen. There we go. There you go. <laughs> um, so that was a huge. That was. Well, I was just like, what? I got the I got the uh, Force Awakens Blu-ray and the new Star Wars well, trailer in the, in same, the same week. week. That's yeah. why I'm like thinking of us. I'm like, Jesus. And like, the Star Wars Rebel season finale was in the same week too. So. so much. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't watch the TV shows, but I like the movies. Yeah. So the TV shows great. This one is like, it's really good. Like I recommend it every week. Did you, um, well, did you notice? Were, were you going to keep going on Star Wars? I could. I mean, I could do it all day. Yeah. <laughs> Look, you were talking. No, to me. I, I wanted to. But did you notice a lot of uh, Chinese actors? Yeah. And I think that's an obvious, you know, attempt to try and market to the Chinese market because Chinese people don't really like Star Wars that much. What? Yeah, they. they it hasn't done. Gr- it doesn't. It hasn't done that well in China. I think oh. that's for different reasons than the people that are like. 
I like, saw an art. I read an article where that people were asking like everyday Chinese people what Star Wars was, and they don't really understand. They're like, "Is that the one with a bear?" And they're like flying this ship. And... Yes, they're right. <laughs> they are right. Sounds correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. So what's wrong? Yep. Uh, no, I don't think they just aren't. You know, it's not as ingrained in their culture. I mean, when it came out, their culture was shut away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's all. That, I, had that, I think that's, yeah, yeah. that's more of it. So, so I um, think they're trying to get a, get uh, new generations of Chinese people into uh Well, into also, there's just not a lot of Asian representation in the six Star Wars, the first right. six Star mm-hmm. Wars movies. So they're trying to, right. rightfully so. And, they, you know, they had the whole cast of the raid in Force Awakens and they left. And they just killed him. So. <laughs> That was really ridiculous. So. Um, maybe we'll see more of them. Maybe we Prequel. will. Maybe we'll, the beginning of Ganja Club. Right. Um, oh. Ganja Club? Ganja. Sign me up. What other trailers did we get? What, other, what else was that? Uh, we got the Fantastic Beasts trailer. The new Harry Potter installment. Mm-hmm. That does not have anything to do with Harry Potter. But everything to do. Well, this is like the Rogue. No, not even. No, this is like the Rogue One of Harry right. Potter. Right, it is. It's it's a spinoff. It takes place in like I think 1930s New York. Was that what it? They didn't really say, but it looked like it. It's, yeah, definitely older older yeah. time. 1930s New York City, and it's about a guy. Actually, we don't know much about it. And that's what I liked about the trailer. <laughs> you know, like someone, <laughs> someone's coming over from overseas yeah, into New York from. And- he was expelled from Hogwarts, but Dumbledore really liked him, mm-hmm. and he's got a box that is magic because it's well, he has a, magic. He has a creature, the Wizarding World right. creature inside the box, and then right. the creature runs away or escapes. It somehow escapes. Yes. That's um. It. So I don't. That's pretty much all we got. Again, I I, <laughs> see, I did I don't I've never seen a Harry Potter movie, so oh, I, yeah, I watched the trailer yeah. though. It looked great. Yeah. You know, I love the cast. I uh, like Colin Farrell. I'm excited for that. If I were to catch up and then see the, I guess I don't need to see Harry Potter before I see this, right? You should though, because I mean, I should just because I'm a so, human being and it's 2016. Mm, but yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> and um, certain, I mean, there are certain spells like you'll be confused at what they're fucking saying if they're just like pointing their yeah. Wand that happened. In the, well, that stuff. happened in the teaser. Whatever he says at the end of the teaser, or whatever. Right. Um, I, I was like, everyone was like clapping, and I was like, "Yeah, may the force be with you." Is that, <laughs> the same thing, right? But so yeah. this is cool because the other one takes place in, in like England, right, or something, or overseas. Yes. So this is like this is like Harry Potter world in America, and I don't mean Universal Studios. I mean like mm-hmm. bringing it over. Mm-hmm. To, that's yeah. that's because that's there right? are there are wizards everywhere. Right. There Kale, are. There are wizards everywhere. We're among you. Muggle. Muggle. Yeah, that's what I am, right? It's just some. Casual muggle. No, the thing that impressed me most <laughs> about the trailer was uh, was the look, and I was very critical, and I still am critical that the same director who yeah. directed the last three or four Harry Potters, David is, Yates, yeah, yes. directing this one too. When you would think, when you would think it, you know, it's prime for a new director to put a stamp on the franchise, and then they go with someone else, but um. It, there's, 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 like there's so far it looks there's definitely enough. a different look to it that's um, yeah i think he I, that's what i had to comment on the most is yeah. just the way it looked it looks yeah. really cool there's a lot of cool new magic-y things mm-hmm. i still would like to see a different direction, the cinematography looks really nice too yeah um we speaking of nope 
don't I don't got it. Speaking of visuals, actually, we also got a trailer for Doctor Strange, the new Marvel movie, which mm-hmm. I knew nothing about. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch plays a sorcerer who's a Marvel superhero. Right. Right. <laughs> so, did um, you guys watch the trailer for Doctor Strange? Yeah, yes. I did. Okay, so. Look, a comic book fan, great, awesome. I don't know anything about Doctor Strange. Yeah, I don't I've, know. I don't know really anything. As much as I knew about Guardians of the Galaxy two years ago, like I don't, I don't know anything about Doctor Strange. He looks like a villain in the comics, doesn't he? he? he and I actually, I thought he was a villain. Maybe, maybe he is, yeah. or maybe he isn't. Someone. These are complex know. characters, Kale. <laughs> they can but go dark at any isn't moment. That Hugo Strange from Batman. Well, Hugo Strange is is, is Doctor uh, Strange. Yeah, Doctor Hugo. Right, maybe Dr. yes, Dr. Hugo Strange, but. Yeah. What did you guys think of it, though? I, I thought it looked cool. Okay, great. Because I'm just... Are we uh, not excited about it? Does it not look fucking awesome? Yeah. I'm very excited for Tilda. Extremely trippy. Yeah, Tilda Swinton and extremely trippy. The visual effects were really crazy. Yeah, you, like, got, you got... Yeah. Better than Inceptions were when we saw that in the trailer. It was right, like crazy right. stuff. I mean, I think it's awesome. You got Cumber Dumpster, who's great all the time. <laughs> You've got uh, Tilda Swinton Morpheus, which is crazy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean ghosting, I, there were, ghosting. I definitely got major Matrix vibes. Yeah, Matrix Inception. Yeah. yeah, sure. Rachel McAdams is in it. Rachel McAdams is. We a nurse see her or something she's, for like she's a, a second. <laughs> she just makes in a worried face. She's a nurse, and she's like, "Oh no!" <laughs> um. So yeah, I am. I am. I am very excited about this movie, and and there's a lot. There's and you know this happens from time to time, but there's there's so much buzz that like. Marvel didn't plan on it, but like this is gonna be their best movie of the year. Like it just came together. Like the, this is what the the people are saying. I don't know. Yeah, they want to make money. Civil Caleb. War. They're gonna say Civil that. War. Civil, <laughs> Civil War. War is about to come out. Yeah, it's also it's gonna be good the reviews. big. Yeah. Um, that'll be the big. I can imagine that will be the biggest Marvel movie. Yeah, probably. But yes, did anyone notice? Uh, Cumberbatch's American accent. Yeah, it was a little weird. <laughs> well, you know, he didn't. He didn't talk enough. I was. At, I watched it a couple times because he didn't talk a, a lot in the trailer for a movie that's about him. He did, really didn't talk that much. He and has I, like one or two lines. Yeah, and I was, and I was, I was like, wait, is that Amer? Is he doing American? Or why is it like? Uh, it's like, uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to put it past him to be able to. Has he done it? Have you guys seen him do it? No, that's why I bring this up. <laughs> Yeah. No, he's in. Um, See, like he's in Twelve Years a Slave. As he's an American. The South. The South. Well, no. Anyone? Can do a, anyone can do a Southern accent. I mean, you know, Still New York American. or wherever this guy is from. Wherever, what, 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 what kind of name is Strange? Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, what are, are other trailers? Were there other? Um, that's all I really got. Was there something else? There no, may I have been something else, but I, I there was, was a new the... Civil War trailer, but. It, it wasn't that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles too. No, I didn't see it though, but it did come out. I didn't see it. Came out? No, the trailer. I didn't see the new trailer. I still really like that first trailer though. It looks fun. I probably won't see it though. Yeah, I probably won't see it. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot coming out soon. That's sure. So we're about to kick into summer season, even though sure spring has just started. We had a blizzard this weekend. Um, yeah. There was also just a bunch of crazy news. Uh, a lot from the CinemaCon thing, which you know. Don't know what that is either. I, I mean, I know a little more than that than I do what Doctor Strange PR is. PR event. Yeah. Uh, it's a convention, apparently, for cinema goers mm-hmm. and cinema makers. Um, 
popular cinema. So please. like, uh, <laughs> Sony released their Men in Black Twenty One Jump Street crossover <laughs> film, which it. I like. Every part of me loves that this is happening, and every part of me really doesn't get it. I think it's gonna be at funny. all. They're just gonna go. I mean, why not? The 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 absurdity of the worlds fits perfectly together. I think. I hope. I just hope it's Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones and w- Jonah Hill and Ch- Channing Tatum. I would bet not those. Probably I would, not. I Tommy would bet Lee not Jones. the OG Men in Black character. Or I don't want it. <laughs> I kind of agree. I mean, actually, I, it's like there'll probably be somebody in there for a moment, but do you think it's going to be like <laughs> the Twenty One Jump Street guys being recruited by Men in Black? That would be yeah, maybe. Yes, See, that would, could that be, funny. be funny. I think yeah. that could be funny. Sure. I think the there's, there's, there's some a lot really of good possibility there. I I'm into it as long as you know the cast is appropriate. I think it's already appropriate when you, when you've got you know Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum. Oh, sorry. Speaking of Will Smith, the new Suicide Squad trailer came out. Did you see oh that? yeah, I didn't. I didn't oh, see the new trailer. No. Another. I like the. That's the I thing. like the first. I like the first. I like the first trailer. So it's like I don't want to watch another yeah, trailer. Honestly, yeah. I already want to see it. And so. Will Smith is being very Will Smith in it. So I just like wanted... hogging the screen for without um, showing any talent. No. <laughs> wow. Jesus. <laughs> Christ, what do you feel about the most <laughs> successful actor of all time? I don't care if he's successful. That's I don't think true. he's Harrison, any good. Harrison Ford is. Still, I don't think he's any good. He's not good at acting. No, he's not Will good Will Smith actor. is not good at acting. Yeah. At, uh, at all. I don't think so. <laughs> Shut up. Come <laughs> on. Uh, no. I, I know. I think he is. I, he's not like one of America's treasures of acting. I don't, I don't like him. I don't. But I, I never believe him in any of his roles. Even Pursuit of Happiness was really like. I know I liked what about him in Fresh Prince. Ali, <laughs> that's different Co- comedy acting. I think he's yeah, a good but he's com- like, but he's like got some really powerful scenes in that show that are like serious. I think he and lost always... it ever since he went to Scientology. Well, yeah, but that was like I'm five years ago. Oh well, yeah, I mean After Earth and a bunch of other stuff. I there he's I think he's very hit or miss, but his misses stand out so much to me that. Mm-hmm. I'm just like he's a very fine actor. He is, I think, great at comedy. Yeah, and, well, that's no, and that's really no and that's what and I'm good at comedy. That's right. That's he's good with, he's he good with those roles, but when he tries serious stuff, it's like get out of my face. Yeah, I am I've le- never I am been legend. really offended by anything he's done. And he, I think he just wants to be the the star of everything too that's why like i don't think he would have ever done suicide squad if he could you know because his character usually just wears his mask so he wouldn't do it if (laughs) you know he was probably like no i gotta take my mask off right that's probably true i mean he's the first one billed on the marquee too yeah even though he's probably not going to be the one who has the most focus in it Well, speaking of the... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm convinced he was holding Jada Pinkett's phone during that video that she recorded. <laughs> tell me, baby. Tell, tell me more. Tell, yep. Yep. Uh, deserve this. What you really think? Um, <laughs> the guy who... Uh, I think I have my facts straight here. The guy who holds the record for a bigger box office draw than Will Smith, Harrison Ford, wants to pad those stats. Um, because other... It kind of news. I think... I think this wasn't really news, but I think we under... I thought... This is the assumption, but that uh, they said that Indiana Jones 5 is going to be a continuation of Crystal Skull. Yeah, I read that. 
Um, but I, I, bl- I blinked a few times. But I kind of thought, like, I, why did you think that was going to happen? Because David Cap, the writer, was already penned again to, or picked to come on. I mean, what is, why, did, why to, didn't I think to, that was going to happen? Because <laughs> of the universal hate for that movie. Yeah, but as, oppo- as opposed to what, though? Like, what if, if Harrison Ford's going to be Indiana Jones, what was the other option? Like, well, we are, we kind of already talked about it. It would have been like a handing the torch off. Like, it would be more focused on. He, well, that he, that could still that could still happen, though, <laughs> can it? I mean, I guess it could, but they also said that there will never be a new Indiana Jones. Like, it's always it will never not be Harrison Ford, which I understand because that's his name and everything. But like, at a certain point, you have to. People like that style of movie, unless they're just going to start making Uncharted movies. Well, which I, they will they will and look they I mean, are course. actually they are they're making also making a last of us movie and another tomb raider movie tomb raider, yeah. but um well i'm 100 percent thumbs up all the fucking way for no one else playing any of jones yeah no i'm fine with that Agreed. but um but it depends what the continuation is going to be. If it's going to be, of course, continue- right after after continue- he gets married and Shia LaBeouf rides out on his dumb Harley. Yeah. If it's continuation of in like the timeline, then of course, yeah, that makes sense. If it's continuation of like continuing to explore the alien stuff, then you know, then we have a problem. Indiana Jones in space. That would be actually if it was. And that would be just fucking Star Wars. <laughs> Oh right. my god, it's a Han Solo. This is going to tie into the Han the Solo origin movie. movie. <laughs> he finds an aging machine. No, he's just like, it's, like a, it's like an alternate universe thing. And all of a sudden Goes into a wormhole. He's young, yeah, he's young and he's like, oh my god. What is this blaster rifle on my... Why I'm, uh, he, I'm into this. Oh, no, no, <laughs> that explains why he can it. draw so quickly, too. Yeah, well, I right. think they're the same character, yeah. Well, if you heard this, this is a fan theory of all time, right? That Indiana Jones movies are just a Han Solo's dreams while he's in Frozen and Carbonite. <laughs> okay. That's good. I like it. That's funny. Right? Right? I'm not going not gonna to raise an eyebrow to that. Yeah. Right. I mean, I still think it's going to suck, but... <laughs> yeah, that's, you know. I don't think anyone's going to deny that. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just thinking of it this way. I mean, just think of how much bigger the refrigerators are going to be now. <laughs> so many years I, removed. I, again. They just get bigger and bigger. Again, you know? film apologist of all film apologists, I, I won't even sit through that movie. I, I just... I don't know. I don't know what happened there. I saw it one time. I don't know. I, I it's don't a mess. I think I can watch it again. Mm. As much as I love. <laughs> it's a total mess. I love every person in that movie, really. Yeah. I don't get No care. That character, what's his, his friend's name? Oh. No, the friend who just yeah, keeps I, backstabbing I, yeah, him. I don't know. <laughs> he t- they like, they're like, all right, you're good. And then he backstabs him. And then he forgives him. And then he backstabs him again. Mm. It's like, Jesus Christ. Like, I, I know you're smart. And he... Uh, Kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Kill him. Um, I don't remember tie anything him about that movie. It's, it's probably for the best. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> um, 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 well, thinking about movies that could be good, I think. Oh. I don't know. Um, this was a rumor, and it was confirmed this week, that uh, the new Spider-Man movie is going to be called Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> and the logo was released. It kind of looks like it a, looks old 60s. It's an old school Spider-Man yeah. logo with... The homecoming kind of looks like it was like sketched out or something. Like, yeah. like it could be something like someone's writing in there, yeah. Yeah. or like you know, scribbling in class. I don't know. Right. So. All right. 
the the rumors were like a John Hughes kind of high school movie in a superhero <laughs> universe kind of thing. So with a na- long narration um, and simple minds playing in yes, the background, yeah. <laughs> or is that modern English? Guys, does the logo <laughs> does the logo and name for this movie get you hype for the next Spider Man movie? I'm actually looking forward to Spider Man Prom. <laughs> <laughs> Or Spider Man, or Spider Man lockdown drill. <laughs> no, I don't know. I I like Spider Man a lot, but leave Spider Man alone. Leave leave the old ones alone. No, I know they they have to make a Spider Man. He's got to be in the the move. You know, yeah. in it. But why does he need his own movie? Is this a Sony movie? I forgot. It. <laughs> it's it... a Sony Mar. It's a partner. Oh, it's their they're, they're yeah, partnering. Yeah. Okay. Um. Which probably it's a Marvel it's a Marvel movie. So yeah, yeah, it's the same way, like yeah. What they should do with the Fantastic Four. Um <laughs> You know Marissa Tomei is playing Auntie Auntie May. Isn't that crazy? Wow. She it's just not. keeps getting younger and younger, that aunt. I know. What the hell? <laughs> what is with right. this? You know, right. they do the same thing with Diane Lane and Batman. It's like they right. could have cast an older person, but they cast a younger person to make them look older. I don't I don't know. I mean, Diane Lane's a great actress. If I want her in a movie, I'm going to want her in my movie. Diane Lane? Yeah. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> but like, it's the same reason you don't cast Tobey Maguire. I'm sorry Spider-Man. Diane Lane has <laughs> flawless skin. <laughs> sorry about that, Kale. Uh, well, we'll get our first look at the Tom Holland's new Spider-Man uh, in a, a month now. And... Um, I'm convinced that they made the Amazing Spider-Man movies with Garfield and Stone only because the director was Mark Webb. I feel like they're just like, yeah, we have to. You know? <laughs> or, the, or the other way around. They're yeah, like, going to have him do it because his name's yeah. Webb. And then they made another bad one. I really liked the first <laughs> really? Spider-Man uh, with Andrew Garfield. Uh, yeah, I did I too. I that. It I wasn't bad. Him. It was just nothing new. Exactly. That was the problem. Yeah. I, mean, I actually like, like Andrew Garfield. As Andrew Spider-Man Garfield, a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the chemistry between him and Emma Stone was yeah. like insane. Yeah, I felt it. <laughs> it's good. It's good. I'm feeling a lot. But of they things. didn't have. They, but they did. They what did they win Best Kiss at the MTV Movie Awards? No. Well, probably not. There's nothing in those movies that will be remembered. Whereas like. Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man's people remember images from that movie. I remember the f- first, per- the POV shot of him swinging and then hitting the wall. And it'd be the reflection. In Spider-Man oh, yeah, or yeah. the Amazing Spider-Man? Amazing. Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. But didn't they do that, that cool. also in Spider-Man? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. They, they, they all blend together. They're all the same fucking movie. Yeah. I remember. Um, and so will Spider-Man. <laughs> before before yeah. we get into it. be our... like CG. I mean, that's the, yeah. that's the tragedy of it. Before we get into our movie of the week, one more little bit of news. Because it's not news. I just want to ask you a question. Um, there was rumors. I don't think this was confirmed that they're going to release the original Star Wars trilogy in theaters this this summer, probably to give people context for Rogue One. I think that's really what they're doing. Is they're being like, hey, remember these? This yeah. takes place before this. Right. And they're not going to use the word prequel because that's a four-letter word in the Star Wars universe. But, <laughs> um, which, whatever. I'm not. You know what? I'm not even that excited for that. To me, it's like I don't need to pay for those, that trilogy again. But <laughs> but I want to ask you guys since it's ha- since, need, you since don't that's need happening to, what, you since will. you know there's only a few franchises like Titanic comes out every f- four years Jurassic Park mm-hmm. comes out every five years whatever three but, but what what movie ever or movies would you kill to have a, like a re-release so you could go see it in theaters and probably movies you didn't see in theaters 
This is a tricky one. And I know you, you gave us time on this one. And you said, I'm going to ask this question and then want to talk about it. I forgot that you asked this question. But <laughs> it, at the time when you said it, and uh, I thought in my head, I don't, I can't think of a specific movie that I'm dying to see on the big screen. Mm-hmm. But I more so wish I could be back in time when certain movies were released oh, yeah. to see the feeling and the impact that certain movies had when That's, people well, yeah. saw them for the That's, first time. Yeah. I mean, yes. If I could get the exact, the first <laughs> celluloid of it and put it on the intended projector and with the intended screen with a theater packed full of people who are excited to see it, it would be Lawrence of Arabia. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's a movie that, like, generations have seen on small screens, mm-hmm. and it's not meant to be at all. Yeah. It actually ruins the experience a little it bit. It does. You have um, to see it on a massive, basically, IMAX screen. Yeah. Um, wait, well, what what movie would you, if you could go back to it, if you could do Marty McFly the shit out of a movie, you know, like, what would you, would it be Back to the Future? <laughs> no, I actually... Because that would be ironic. The one that... The type, the type. I don't have a specific movie, but the types of movie that stood out for me were actually old school horror movies. Hmm. Um, How old school are we talking? Like Halloween, seventies. Yeah. Um, Psycho. Night, That'd be Nightmare cool to on see. M3. Even Shining, I think, would be cool to um, yeah see back when it came out. Um, just because you know, at that time we weren't used to these types of scares and now we're you know we're so now the only thing that will scare us is a cheap jump scare right yeah but it was yeah i think yeah i think psycho would be awesome like yeah people yes. lost their shit at that movie yeah, <laughs> like, can, i it would be so cool to see people's yeah genuine, you're just in there like you guys genuine. are about to get fucking <laughs> blown right. away <laughs> you think she's gonna end up being the main character she dies very early <laughs> <laughs> you guys are crazy <laughs> Um, also Jaws yeah yeah if I could go back I would do Jaws for sure maybe E.T. but um, I would say Debbie Does Dallas <laughs> no I'm just kidding I would actually love to go I would love not to go back but if they just read if and, I, and this probably plays every, every once in a while somewhere but I'd love to see Chinatown in a, in a theater mm-hmm. projected on the original like film okay um, not only to see it because of that that great widescreen um, format but uh, I want to hear Jerry Goldsmith's music. I love the score for that movie, and um, to be immersed in that in a theater would be pretty exciting for me. Yeah. Um, so that's a movie I would like to see. In a lot of Hitchcock would be cool to see there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. To, to, I mean, at that point, to hear Bernard Herrmann. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, Two thousand one, A Space Odyssey. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good one. They, they, sh- I know they show that a lot, and I think. I knew someone who saw it at like the Cinerama Dome. Is that a place with like the yeah, yeah. big theater? It looks like Epcot. Yeah, <laughs> and, um, they saw that there and said it was pretty crazy. Didn't the Wizard of Oz get released like a year or two ago? Oh, oh yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah, I never got around to seeing it. I wanted to see it because yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that movie all the way through. Really? Um, yeah. Hmm. I do know that it's funny and creepy and fucked up at times, mm-hmm. but also. What that, a ride! That poppy, poppy field scene. Yeah. Whoa. Ooh. Whoa. It, Whoa. <laughs> it's a, it's a. 
then that's like an important movie. I mean, that was it's a very important like, movie. Yeah, like, like the first big movie. Pretty well, much the first like Gone like, with the Wind. Though, look, same year. <laughs> yeah, same year. Look, here's, <laughs> that's so crazy. Here's 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 Best year in here's film. boring black and white Kansas, and then holy shit colors. <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> right. Right. Well, it's weird. Whenever I drive really through bright Kansas, colors. it just goes back to black and white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't. Right. You think people in Kansas, besides probably not being able to go see the movie, <laughs> uh, do you think they were, once they saw it, they were like, this is offensive. <laughs> Kansas is all right. No, but she wants to go back. That's the, you know, true. She there's wants, no place like home. No I get place, it. There's no place like Kansas. <laughs> Fuck that. Um, <laughs> you ever been to Kansas? I've been to Kansas. What you, what? I actually don't think I've ever driven through. Driven through? Yes, of course I have. Where? Why? I've, I've been to Colorado. I've drove. You drove through Kansas though, and not through Nebraska. Both, right? No, Kansas is south of Nebraska. You probably only. If I'm entering from the south, though. depends. <laughs> this is this is a charade. This, this is, is a Kansas <laughs> Nebraska act right here. <laughs> uh, let's. Uh, we the reason we get together every week is uh, to uh, talk about a movie that we see um, in theaters usually, and uh, sit around and talk about it. Uh, this week we saw a movie called Eye in the Sky. Uh, this is a movie that I was hoping was an Alan Parsons project film, but it was actually just an Alan Rickman project. Um, <laughs> this is a movie about, uh, it's a fictional movie centered around a drone strike. So it's centered around like one decision to use a drone, um, which I saw the trailers for this, um, but I forgot about it. So when you, you guys told me to go see it, I didn't really look mm-hmm. at what it was. And so that was a good way to go into it, I think, not to like watch the trailer again because that might give you a different impression of what it's supposed to be. Because I think the trailers look very action movie. Yeah, and this isn't really action. It's also one sided too. The trailer, right? It's right. like you know what this is going to be about, right? So, anyways, we'll get into all of that. But the movie we saw this week was Eye in the Sky, directed by Gavin Hood, uh, actor who uh, also directed. The reason I know this. this <laughs> Sorry, I did. I looked up what he recently directed. It's actually pretty funny. <laughs> well, so the reason that I the reason I know this name actually is he directed Ender's Game. I didn't oh. see Ender's Game, but when Ender's Game, the, the idea that the movie was coming out, I remember looking him up because <laughs> I was excited about the movie and I wanted to see who was directing it. Um, and I still have not seen Ender's Game, but I'm a big fan of the book. Um, he also did X Men Origins Wolverine and some other things. I have not Academy Award winning foreign film. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, well, what was, what did he do on it? directed it really cool yeah. well he's definitely got the chops i, I would yeah. say after seeing i mean movie. x-men origins wolverine is kind of abomination but yeah but it's and those big movies i mean it's like he probably didn't have much control you know, over green lantern is to... too but i think martin campbell's a good director right i don't know so um anyways uh we're gonna go around really quick with initial thoughts on eye in the sky um mitch you saw it first what did you think um i really liked it i think there was complex uh complex yeah, complex. Yeah. I don't know why that came off the tongue weird. Uh, it was complex. It was. Uh, it's a complex word. <laughs> it was thoughtful. Um, it wasn't trying to say anything in the sense that it wasn't um, extremely biased in its depiction of stuff. It was like it took a situation where it basically was every single like thing that could con- like hypothetical com- like complicated situation you could think of and put it on screen and it, it dealt with everyone who was involved in those decisions like people on the ground people 
um, commanding people, flying it, politicians. It, it was great, and it it really um, shed a light on probably what goes through some of those uh, drone strikes, especially when uh, this type of situation may come up. So I, I thought it was great. Um, yeah, performances were really good in it. Mm-hmm. Colin, you saw it second. What did you think? Mm-hmm. Uh, we we went in at the same time at the theater, and I went in first. And <laughs> he went in second. <laughs> it was a long day. Yeah. No, um, I actually I never saw the trailer to this movie. So um, did you? When you walked in, did you have really any idea what it was like? I knew it was about drones. Okay. Yeah. That, but that's it. I knew Helen Mirren was in it. I don't know what she was doing. I didn't know she would be uh, general or captain or colonel. colonel or yeah, was a colonel. Something. But, um, yeah, I, 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 I like this movie. Um, I liked it a lot. Um, what stood out the most to me about it is um, how actually, I, when, while watching it, I it's kind of like a chamber piece to me. I mean... It took it. Yeah, there's a lot of locations in it. Yes, but Helen Mirren's base or whatever she's at—that's to me was like the main focus, and she could see everything on all her screens. Mm-hmm. I like the whole time I'm watching this. I'm like, this is very like very theatrical, very play yeah. feel to me. Yeah, like, that takes place in like three or four rooms. That right. could be yeah. Like it's there's a lot of setup and there's a lot of you know explanation of where everything is and where everyone is in, in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but once everyone sit there, it it's a tight chamber piece to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really, I, I, I love seeing that. And, um, and yeah, it takes a really complex issue. And I know afterwards I'm like, you know, is this pro or anti-drone? Like what's going on here? But um, it doesn't, it doesn't it, make that decision. It exactly. lets you make that yeah. decision. And um, it, provided i think a pretty unbiased you know um unbiased look at this and you know before watching it i was i was kind of you know i i I didn't really have an opinion on drones but during it i was like oh yeah like this is a fucking smart idea to use a drone in but then there's sometimes like oh you know you got to be careful of these types of things so um, not an easy decision yeah yeah yeah, i think it does a really great job of depicting the not black and white nature of um this type right. of military action it also straight up tells you the like legality like they have a law person there who's yeah. just telling you like you can't do this or you can do this because this law that was signed at this time mm-hmm. <laughs> basically is an automatic approval for stuff like this right. for situations like this um, I I really liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I was never bored. It was very you know because I, I say that because I thought it's you're conscious of the fact that we're only in three places basically. Mm-hmm. I mean you go to Hawaii a couple times, but really it's like Vegas, England, uh, Kenya, and then the the base in England, and then and then uh, Africa. So right, um, you know it's four locations <laughs> or whatever. Um, so I was conscious of that, but I wasn't bored by it. They, they did a, Gavin did a good job of, uh, changing it up every scene. I mean, it wasn't, uh, they even changed up the shots a lot of times. Well, used different techniques, yeah. uh, th- in, in the same spaces. So, um, it kept it visually interesting for, for a few locations. Um, and like you say, the, the acting's great, but it had to be great because like you're saying it, it is a chamber piece. Um, 
So uh, I was very entertained. And I, I do like, you know, they don't say this is what you should think about this situation. They just say this is what happens or could happen. And, you know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, there's no question in my mind, probably because I'm sure some of this isn't even out there on really how this goes about. But it's probably not completely accurate. Um, but uh, I don't think that's the point. I think the point's more are the morals accurate and the decision-making morals right. accurate. Um, so uh, I really like this film. I'll say I thought the one thing they were not objective about was the idea that the Americans have no problem just blowing yeah. shit up. Yeah. There's like two uh, American bureaucrats in this film, and both times they're like, "This is no question. Go for it. Right. Sure, blow up the fucking kid. Who gives a shit?" Which yeah. that's you know true or not, they were very objective about yeah. that in presenting that. Well, they didn't tell the Secretary of State that there was a kid involved. They did just say like, "That's true." Like here, we've got two guys. Um, now they're packing up a bo- uh, suicide vest. Right. Do we have permission? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Why? Why wouldn't you do that? Yeah. 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 There's. They asked the U.S. because there was um, an American citizen. Right. Well, right. That's up with that another thing, which is like, mm-hmm. you know, you have the these English people. You see them debating about it. They're like, someone's got a British passport. We're gonna blow them up. That's In crazy. a country we're not at war with. We're not In at war Kenya, with. yeah. But Our ally. Again, again, the Americans were like, yeah, I don't care what his passport says. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's the law. Yeah, that's like, the law I, now. You, I, they can, the government can legally kill you if you basically pledge allegiance to or you know engage in terrorist yeah, activity. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry if you're strapping on a fucking suicide vest, like yeah. Nah. Hey, I ain't saying that against it. I'm just saying that the movie wasn't like <laughs> right. wishy washy about the American point of view because it's not so wishy washy. Um, <laughs> probably, probably not. But I did like. We've done it since, many we're, times. since we're since we're talking about that. I also did like. Probably my favorite "quote unquote" gimmick of the film is that, um, and and a fun reality to think about that in people of importance, uh, so foreign secretaries and and secretaries of the state, um, when they need to get they need to they need to get a hold of them in the wee hours of the English morning or whatever. They could be taking a shit somewhere, or they could be playing ping pong have in food, Hong Kong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like food poisoning, right? Yeah. And so their decision making really isn't in a. In the, they, they, like you're saying, they're just calling them and saying, "Hey, this is happening." They don't really know what's going on. Right and now, they're formulating uh, an opinion of what's going on, but they're playing ping pong. <laughs> so that was a really I like that whole mm-hmm. aspect of it. They're like these these people are people. Yeah, you know that the, the general is buying a toy for his daughter at the beginning of the or whatever or right. granddaughter, mm-hmm. and like just to remind you that like look everyone's got other things going on too. <laughs> yeah. So I don't I don't envy these people that have to make these decisions. Yeah, and then they get, then they go to war. You yeah. know, that was such an incredible not when he walked out of that, and I completely forgot about him buying the toy, and so the he. guy's like, oh here's that toy. He's like. Alan Rickman's just like, oh, oh yeah, there's like yeah. back, back to reality. Like, right. just, what a or not reality, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, what a, what a stressful and hard life that has to be. Yeah, I, it's it's bigger than right. me at least. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I really dig the final shot too of the uh, the pilots like leaving. How like when they were walking in, there there's a skip in their step. They have energy, and they're walking out. They're not talking to each other. They're like, they're the ones who are really affected because they're they're the ones who pressing the button. Press the button. And that was director Gavin Hood that said, "I need you guys here back tomorrow." Um, 
Mm. No, yeah. seriously. What, you, what was that? And Gavin Hood's the he's the guy who plays the their boss. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I've seen him in other stuff. I didn't know that was him. Yes, I believe that's him. Um, which is just funny too because he's the director, so he's probably like, <laughs> get back at it tomorrow. Said that, he said that to <laughs> them every day for two weeks, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, "Yeah, I know." Call times at seven. Um, but yeah, that but that was like when they you know just imagine. I mean, you just you just killed a bunch of people. Right. It's like, hey, come back here. So, yeah. Um, not let's to, talk not about not to spoil anything. <laughs> well, but you yeah. know, spoilers. Um, let's talk about Alan Rickman. It's good. Mm-hmm. He, last last movie. He was right? that? It was yeah, his, it's his last movie. He that was his that he fell into that role. It was like that was that character. It wasn't Alan Rickman playing a character. And that's the best compliment you can give an actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when he delivered what's close to like his final line to that woman. Yeah, the that it, whole scene was great. There's there were a lot of. Um, <clears throat> lot of emotional parts in, in this movie but when he delivered that line that was the only part where i really got teary-eyed and i think it's i mean it's part alan brickman part um what that line really means and um right. you have all these people in government you know that like they, they're not soldiers yeah they've never they seen just it just have no idea what these <clears throat> yeah. people go through every day right so I guess basically what happens, <laughs> they're they're going to take out or the the entire thing starts as a like just a reconnaissance and capture mission, and then it turns into like oh we have to kill these people, and the bad part and the collateral damage part is that there is a little girl, in, um who we follow like she's a she's a main character in it, um we see her family and everything who is selling bread on the other side of the wall of that house. So, like, it's the most intense movie I've ever seen about selling bread. <laughs> <laughs> she's got to sell that bread. She's got to get out there. The bread <laughs> she's got to start, she's got to start, you know, haggling people. <laughs> and there's this, and there's this like Hitchcock type intensity there where you're, you're, you're waiting for someone. The, the idea is Aaron Paul is told to, blow the place up and he sees the girl buying bread and he says let's just wait basically i mean there's more to it but he says let's wait yeah. a little bit let's give her some time right and uh he refuses so, an order so there's this, te- there's this intensity of like the audience is like all right come on like someone's gotta be around here buying bread and, like yeah it gets closer <clears> and closer <throat> and then you know the, the suicide bombers are gonna leave the camera goes out there's all this intensity where it's, it's like taking time bomb. shit like it's <laughs> yeah and and i thought that was all very well done um mm-hmm. in terms of uh, creating that tension, especially too, also, and like, I don't know. How, again, I don't know how realistic this is or how long it actually takes. But you know, the idea that as a cinema goer, when the pilot presses the trigger, you're expecting it to just blow up, right? Yeah. But and there's that, 50 seconds, there's that 50 there's second lingering. delay yeah. from the yeah. time it takes the the Hellfire missile or whatever rocket to uh, go from the drone to the ground, mm-hmm. and so there's a minute for everyone just waiting around, and that was the most. The first one was the most intense part for me. Yeah. Um, what a crazy uh, cinematic device <laughs> that 50-second mm-hmm. mm-hmm. time is. What did you think about... Uh, I mean, we, we, sh- we shed some light on Alan Rickman, but um, what about Aaron Paul? Again, I, I'm not a... Uh, this was probably his best role, like dramatic role since Breaking Bad. 
Oh, so I'm not a Breaking Bad mm-hmm. guy. Um, You've seen it? Or? I've seen like most of the first season. Oh, well. So I haven't seen it. Get back to me when you've watched it all. <laughs> you guys know this. Everyone knows this. Do I, no. Harry Do pa- I know Harry, this, Carol? Harry Potter. Uh, Aaron Paul is amazing. He's so in, fucking great on that in show. Breaking Bad. You should definitely watch the entire sh- that series. That said, <laughs> and correct me if I'm wrong, he hasn't really taken that leap into like... Need for Speed? Movie star. <laughs> Right? No, or, yeah, you're a right. critical movie star. <laughs> Good movie star. Um, is this a is, if is this a, a a jumping off point for him? This movie, maybe. I thought it was great. Maybe, yeah. For serious roles, I think so. He did not fit in that Need for Speed movie. Like it just the second I saw, it, I didn't see it, but the second I saw that trailer, I was like, I don't believe it at all. Aaron yeah, Paul yeah. is some like badass bank robber guy. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think. He, I, 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 I never, I don't see him as a leading man type of person. I see him as a really, really good actor who can play a complicated part. And most, I mean, most leading people, good character actor. Yeah, most leading people aren't, you know, that as complicated as Ooh. a character in in the sense of a Hollywood leading man character. Well, this, you know, we talked early on the show about the movie, the line between movies and TVs are thinning. But I always really, I'm. I'm wondering, I mean, you look at especially people in The Walking Dead and stuff like that that are good TV actors, they're really still not making that. I mean, now, granted, a lot of actors nowadays are going back to TV. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, you know, is, are you saying that Aaron Paul's a good TV actor? No, not at all. Okay. But, like, he's got the lead role in, in Breaking Bad, basically. I mean, yeah. Yeah, co lead role. Yeah, it's a co lead. He, he could do that for a film at some point, right? Yeah, but I mean the focus of you know, Breaking Bad is Still Walter White. Walter White. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I it yeah, is. I see it. it is. I mean, I I see what you're saying. Yeah. Is it a phys- is it a physical thing with him or what? I mean, what do you like think about it? Like what he looks. Like, I yeah. I mean It might be one of those things where it's like Mar- the reason why Mark Hamill never did did anything after Star Wars uh, cuz he became that character, you know? Aaron yeah. Paul will be Jesse Pinkman, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but he fit into this role because it was a uh, character side role, yeah. supporting role. I think that's where he excels. Yeah, because he's a really. I mean, that's he doesn't have to lead. He can be an amazing supporting yeah, oh, yeah, actor absolutely. and still, you know, make a movie good or, or great or bad. Um, but he also does voice work. He's in commercials a lot and. Uh, he did BoJack Horseman, so right. That's true. Yeah, um, he's a good actor. I, I think he's a great actor. Yeah, no, I, I just yeah. I thought it was great. I mean, the guy can cry. Let's just let's just put it right. There. He has he has cry eyes. Oh, he cries. Does. He's like the Claire Danes of the men. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she but she but she looks like she's crying at all times. Yeah, I know. You know? Yeah. Um. What's what about uh, what's his face? Um, Barkard. Yeah, I am the Barkard. pilot now. Uh, okay. <laughs> What did you? I haven't seen Captain Phillips, right? Is that you haven't really. Oh, yeah. you should watch that. It's good, guys. I didn't see movies before we started doing. This oh yeah, you're right. Sorry. Um, good movie. Is Barkat Abdi is, is good in that movie. Um, it's too bad that it's taken this long for him to finally get something. I know. But I mean, I thought he was really. I think he's never going to lead a, new, a movie in America. Was, but, but that was a nuanced character that I thought he did very well. I mean, you right. know, in the middle portion of that film 100% of his um, 
He just he's, seems like a doofus. Well, he's he's playing a, a video game, you know, kind of, and he's yeah. telling another kid to fuck off, kind of. Yeah. And, and I think that was it was played very well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, I don't speak the language, but it it it, it read well and it seemed realistic. Mm-hmm. To mm-hmm. Me. Yeah. Um, no, I I was so happy to see him because I thought he was so so stunning in Captain Phillips. Uh, mm. I was really happy to see him again. Yeah, there really isn't a. Um, a bad performance in this movie, I don't think. No, but we haven't talked about Helen Mirren. I mean, we we mentioned her, but she is yeah. she is basically the, she's the basically real. like the villain in this movie. <laughs> Depends on your point of view. But you're looking at. Yeah. Depends on which way you're looking at. She's it. a cold person, but also a realist. Yeah. Um, I related. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got you got actors like Helen Mirren and uh, Alan Rickman and. Uh, course they're good yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, right. they're great but yeah. um it was special to see alan rickman again mm-hmm. and especially since you you brought up the like his last scene in this last movie is like really maybe one of his most powerful scenes yeah. i mean mm-hmm. pretty great do you guys have a favorite alan rickman role snape i mean snape. it's yeah snape. It's, snape. Snape. It's it's so snape. iconic and what that will do for children you know forever is going to be so so special and so i never magical. you know i never read the books so harry potter but mm-hmm. i but i watched the movies and i was close to tears uh at the end of that movie mm-hmm. not to spoil anything because of him well yeah because he plays the character so well i mean I, I can't not spoil it everybody knows what happens by but. the way sorry he does <laughs> i want i think I this, ruin it in this, this moment this this credit is due this new alice in wonderland movie is coming out right and he is a he's voice. A voice in that. Oh, he's a voice. So, yeah. Okay. Well, this is a caterpillar. Yes. But I do. It's Hans Gruber. Yeah. Of bad course. guy. Die yeah. hard. Love, love that role. He's also one of the best bad guys of all time. Seriously. Like, yeah. if I were to make a, a top 10 list of bad guys, I think he would make it. Right. Great, great role. Um, and from all, all accounts, a really nice guy. So <laughs> funny to, that he's like such a bad person in some of these <laughs> movies. Uh, I want to mention something about Helen Mirren and her yeah. character. Um, I mean, she's great actress. Great actress. Yes, yes, yes. Great actress. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but to see her at her at her age and a woman play that powerful her role in the military, so huge and so great. And I'm also like thinking at the same time. I'm like, this is like a great a great woman's role because there's no sex related to it at all. Not like sex as in like sexuality. No, yeah. Genders but don't gender, in this gender movie. sex. Yeah, yeah. It's like this part was, and this is how it fucking should be writers. Yeah. It's just and, a part. And like, and, you know, you just so happen to cast it as a woman or you so happen to cast it as a man. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a good point. No, this could very easily be a male role. Yeah. No one would think of it. Right. You know, and it's like, it's like, you get writers who like say like, Oh, I don't know how to write for a woman. Well, you know what? You just, just fucking write. write a part. And then like, right. you know, that can be yeah. a fucking woman too, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, also the one, one of the main villains was a woman too. Mm-hmm. A really pretty woman. Too. Yeah. She had to cover herself. Up. And then blew her up <laughs> twice. That was violent. Mm-hmm. And just to then intentionally, I mean, to show you, yeah, that that's what... not fun. It's not a, yeah. it's not Call of Duty. It's, I mean, they because they show the aftermath of the two hits, and it's 
yeah brutal when they're identifying them mm-hmm. again i don't know how realistic all that is but um you know they're just basically picking up teeth on the ground and saying yep that's that person but yeah uh, so the idea Facial that, recognition. that bones and stuff is uh, just flying all over the place yeah oh yeah I know, but it's, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's like yeah, you're right. Because that, that is not, one of the criticisms of drone warfare is it's like it's, a video game. Yeah, because right. they're sitting in a shipping container that's made to look like a jet. Which again, though, I like you know, I think Realism. part of the idea cool. is the saying that look, it's not emotion. Like it's not like you don't know right. that there's you know. I think they're saying let's have some. The pilots have some empathy there because yeah. they, they oh, see yeah. it happening. You know, absolutely. I, I, right. I imagine there are a lot of pilots who refuse to do things, you know, or refuse to shoot. We don't hear about it, right. but yeah, hey, you have to make a decision. Better than sending a fucking thousand people on ground into the yeah, area, it's way which better. is the idea. Way right? better. Right. Yep. It's yeah. a little, say a little better. You, say what it was you only want. eighty right. years ago. No, less. Excuse me. It was only it was only forty years thirty, forty years ago when we used to send men in without body armor. Jesus. <laughs> just meat bags. Just all right, get on, going out there. Did anyone not want them to fire at the house? Um only for the sake of the girl. Um, I, I did like what, I don't know what her position was, but the one woman in the boardroom, the uh, politician, I mean, I, and from, from, I, I do understand the point of view, which is that, uh, you know, if, if they fire on there, the British government, the propaganda is war. well, but just also the British, the British government's responsible for 20 deaths. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. if they don't fire in there more than that, 80, they said probably I'm saying like, yeah, if mm-hmm. they don't fire mm-hmm. 80 to a hundred or whatever, right. Um, but that, you know, she was trying to say that the terrorist group is still responsible for that. Not us. Mm-hmm. But, but, it? but, you know, do you if also you have a responsibility if you know to stop something? And I, I you know, look, I, yeah. Was it Alan? I, I, I come from a background where I taught kind of that, like, I don't know. The fucking like that. If there's going to be an attempt like that, that. Yes, it should be taken care of if you know about it. Right. I don't yeah. Know. So I do see the other point of view, but yeah, the end of the day. But there was also the argument that was uh, if we kill one child, we lose the propaganda war. If they kill, you know, eighty people, we win the propaganda war. Right. That's that's fucked up in my. Opinion. Well, it's that's what it is. I mean, that's, that's, that's more that scary. That's how you. Me. I mean, you have to though. That's how you beat terrorism it's not well, that's how but, terrorism gets a lot of support though, yeah. too. It's yeah. Just yeah through accidentally killing children right. i know i know not so. accident but having to kill children because right. they were near a bunch of bad guys right but was it I, it might have been alan rickman who said um you know like you like get us into these wars we handle the wars yeah. it should be your job to clean it up right, right? That, i don't know if that was his character he also said, said and that was a paraphrase it, but well, it was like you, that was yeah. such a great i think yeah. moment he also you said, said, you i've, start, been, you I've start. been in the aftermath of those suicide bombings he says yeah like right. and then he says don't ever tell a soldier he doesn't know the cost of war mm-hmm. right such a great great scene mm-hmm. You guys recommend Eye in the Sky? Of course. I absolutely do. I do too. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think it's one of the best of the year. I'm afraid it's going to go under the radar here a little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, But we thought Ex Machina would. That's true. And it won an Oscar. That's true. And was nominated. Um, Any other thoughts? Uh, yeah, highly recommend it. Don't watch any trailers. Although, if you're listening to this now, I mean, you've probably seen it. Um, <laughs> I was watching the Eye in the Sky episode. <laughs> yeah, listen to an episode before you go see it. Seen right. it. Of course, go see it if you haven't. Which, if you haven't, what the fuck? We should have said that at the beginning. I recommend you see it. Now, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I I don't I don't think it's a you know a perfect movie. There's some complaints I have with it. Nothing, nothing story-wise or performance-wise. I mean, I, I think some of the tension and some of the, um, the ways that, you know, the thrills are, are presented are you know, we've we've seen them before. I don't think that's anything new. Yeah, I mean, um, I'll agree. With as that. far as like tension building goes yeah. in war movies, um, but that, that's not my like deterrent from the movie. No. Yeah. I mean, it's still. It's still one of my favorite movies I've seen this year. I think it's one of the best war movies of the new millennium. Yeah, I would agree. Mm-hmm. I like the music a lot too. Yeah, the music is good, cool. good, intense. Yeah, like kind of '90s action movie music, but it fit. It fit a lot. I like that it wasn't about ISIS or a Middle Eastern terrorist group. It was about Al Shabaab. Yeah, yeah, which which is, which is <laughs> never talked about here, exactly. even though they killed yeah. just as many people. Awful. Yeah, but it takes place in Africa, so yeah. like, who gives a fuck, right? Right. <laughs> Um, and they they tell you the story of Al Shabaab in the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. as a background, like, hey, like in two thousand, you know, a year ago there was a <laughs> terrorist that, attack where over one hundred thirty people Mall were killed in that university. And yeah, the- where over hundreds of people were killed. Like, you don't remember that, do you? Oh, I remember something I really didn't like about this movie. Um, when you know the girl is blown up at the end, and the the soldiers yeah. come in and help her. Right. I'm like, these are the same fucking people that just told that woman to cover up her wrist. Well, yeah, yeah but that's... It's a, very hard for me to believe that they would give sympathy to... No, I think to, they would. I think so, they would, because in a, in a moment like that... It's a propaganda war, though. It's a that's propaganda the war. They, but these they people should they should have made that more clear, then. I think they did when they... I think it was all visual. When they stopped, they, he's screaming for help, and the soldiers stop and immediately then like look at each other and take off the gun. They put away the gun and they take off the gun in the stand to make room for her. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, obviously, but I f- feel like they the way that I saw that is they were doing it out of compassion, not out of opportunity. Well, yeah, I never said that. But you said about the propaganda. Yeah, I, I, I believe that. Like, I think that that's kind of the idea. I, I then I wish they would have made that more clear. I don't think that, but I don't think that was the. But that, then that's my problem. I, I don't compassion. believe that these people have compassion. Really? You don't yeah, think I they d- would? I, no. no. I think they would. If it was an explo- explosion like that, like they're brainwashed. They believe that these, you know, Western countries are evil well, and yeah. they're yeah, trying to kill us. Yes. I guess that's part of yeah. my... So yeah, they just but these are also the people that will yeah. fucking stone a woman living next door to them. Right. right. So <laughs> I don't think they have compassion. But they're everyone, <laughs> they're all just people. I I would I would say <laughs> I mean yeah <laughs> I, I one thing I thought was not I don't know I thought it maybe an interesting just like, we see that she dies right yes. like, yeah, girls I kind of wanted that to be more up in the air yeah. because I think Agreed. Aaron Paul doesn't see that she dies so and he's gonna have to live I mean live with that uncertainty the rest of his life kind of thing and mm-hmm. I kind of thought it would be interesting if the movie did the same thing but. Um, 
Well, for him, he it's up in the air for him, but right. But I'm I think saying, if she wouldn't have died, then it'd be like, oh, it's all right, you know. But I think there's a there's a tendency if, to convince yourself that. Mm-hmm. But that, like, if you know, she doesn't die on screen, then she doesn't die. It's not like a. I wonder if she died. The movie's over. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> I mean, that's. I mean, she either dies or I mean, she doesn't. It's not like a what if. Yeah, I, well, I guess I don't know, but I mean. It could, no, be, it could be. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah, could, I don't know how you would do that. I mean, no. any character in a movie you watch, you don't know if they live or die after the it movie. It goes to black and it goes, to be continued? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> no, you don't need to find... I guess my point is you don't need to find out for it to be... in a, in a like Equally as... Well. I guess they're, they're basically saying because she died, it, it made it a bad event for that person. But that's not, you know... And it also, like... I just like the idea that like that like Aaron Paul has no idea, right? And he's gonna probably that character's probably gonna be like have nights where he goes, "I killed that girl," and he's gonna have nights where he goes, "She might be okay, and maybe everything's fine." Um, and now yeah. as an audience member, it's like, "No, you killed that girl." Yeah, and then the audience has yeah. one definitive yeah, mm-hmm. response to that. Um, but I don't know. But it's also in a movie that's so up in the air. It's weird that they would add yeah, that, right. something so matter of fact. Yeah. yeah. I think, about, I think it's just about. <laughs> gotcha. yeah. Got it. I think it's just about. I think it's just about the complexity of the issue and just like the issue as a whole. I mean, people die. There's like people damage. you don't. There's collateral damage. Mm-hmm. Like if it wasn't that way, then you'd think like, well, it doesn't happen all the time. Yeah, yeah. but we, I, we are definitely already established collateral damage and the importance of it. But we haven't. But we movie. never saw it. And yeah, now we see, but and we now saw, that we've seen it, it's like okay. We now saw we, know. we saw her blown up and in pain and taken away to the hospital, and we saw her in the hospital room. We definitely could have ended there. We didn't mm. need to see the doctor slow mo take off the stethoscope and you know console the family, and then the family bend over and hug her. And I disagree. I I think it was a good decision to kill her in the script. I, think I, just think good, I, I don't think it's a bad decision. I just think it would have been a little more interesting. I think I don't know. Right. Um, anyways, so that's Eye in the Sky. Um, we end every show with some video on demand recommendations. Um, I'm gonna go first. Damn it, because there's some new shit on Netflix. There's a lot of new shit, and don't God take away my. <laughs> God damn it, Princess Bride is on Netflix. Oh, okay. So everyone watch it because it's, it's one of the best written movies of all time. 100. percent There's no dialogue. Uh, that they can beat that movie and it's got the most quotable lines and it's just a whole lot of freaking fun Rod mm-hmm. Reiner and William Goldman so um, everyone check out Princess Bride and it, you know it's got a little it's got a little uh, you, know, pr- you know how that movie that movie happened because it, it was a book first and William Goldman the writer asked his daughter daughters what do you guys want me to make a movie about one of them said princesses one of them said brides <laughs> so he made <laughs> the princess bride Easy. and uh, <laughs> yeah lazy asshole made lazy one of the best writing a script. of all time um, but yes it's on Netflix and I'm going to watch it quite frequently nice yes. nice cool frequently <laughs> just yeah. going to keep watching it that's what I that's what I do <laughs> uh, maybe. I watch the same movies over all and right. over again 
So this week, um, one of my childhood TV shows that I love so much was put on Netflix, The Animaniacs. Oh, I saw that that's too. Right. Yeah. yeah that's I realized I watched an episode and I realized I think I get most of my referential knowledge from Animaniacs. Yeah, I got a lot of mine. Yeah. I'm, I was kind of shocked watching some of it. I'm like, wow. So that's where I knew that. Yeah, that's I, where I yeah. remember making fun of that and stuff. That show is also very adult for a kid's yes. uh, cartoon show. Very funny. Steven Spielberg produced. Yeah. Um, can you sing the song? No. I don't think I can, actually. I think I can. I'm not going to, but I think I can. Thank you. Oh. It's time for Animaniacs. Uh, Colin, um, recommendation, recommendation. in our sex. There's um a Slacks. documentary on Netflix um called Addicted to Sexting, that's um about me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I'm only half kidding. Um, <laughs> He's not. He's not hey, addicted. It's fun, whatever. <laughs> no, there is a documentary on there, but that's not what I'm recommending. And there is actually a documentary called "Addicted to Sexting." On, but that's not my. Oh, okay. I, I was like, <laughs> oh, oh that's <laughs> No, it's a real thing. But um, my recommendation is not currently out while we're recording, but when this episode is released, so it should be out right now for you listeners. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Will have come out Friday. on Friday. Oh no, shit! Yep, season two. No Schmidt. I didn't. Re- I haven't finished season one yet, but I loved so it. I did good. love that show. So yeah. good. Cool. Go Netflix. Wait. Oh, I want to um, brush up on not brush up, but touch on touch on a point we made a few weeks ago, and I don't know if this has always been there, but I remember we had the discussion. With, there's so much stuff on Netflix and so much original Netflix oh, yeah. program that Netflix should have a category in my scroller um, through Netflix that mm-hmm. just says a Netflix originals. It's still not on my phone, but I recently got a new computer, you listeners. And <laughs> it's on the desktop version. Oh, it's okay, the very cool. first thing. It says Netflix cool. originals and it's every Netflix Oh, that's original. great. Yeah. Good for them. So, I, I don't know if they listened to us and... They are definitely listening. Took that criticism, Netflix? Or it was already there and we're just, like, <laughs> in a habit of not paying attention exactly. to anything while yeah, we're probably, scrolling through yeah. Netflix. There you go. I'm um, going to go with the former. But <laughs> yeah. if you are listening, we... we Thanks, we, Netflix. We take sponsorship. Yeah. Oh. Ooh, it's a commercial. We're the only you people imagine? who do podcast commercials for netflix, for netflix. Yeah. <laughs> um i did watch the first episode of the new season of daredevil and that was intense yeah i was like oh yeah that's why i really liked the show yeah we should yeah, yeah well we'll talk about it later um <laughs> oh maybe instead of a movie we'll recap all of yeah, okay what i was gonna say oh well i fucking said it now, now we recorded it we have to do it now. oh no well we maybe, maybe that's but game of thrones I starts soon it. and i I, and then too. Silicon Valley and Veep, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and I just I have lots of things I have to watch. And yeah. Well, we're gonna watch them all, and we'll try to get to them uh, as, as we go here on the filmcast. So that about does it. Maybe we'll do a TV show next week. No, I don't know. But we'll do. We'll be back here next week with another movie. Gotta um, get back on the uh, every year. Thing. Yeah, we need to go back and we go back in time too. But we got a lot of catching up to do. A lot of good content coming your way. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it all, even during the Red Wings playoffs. Woo! We're Woo. doing it all. It's all right. right now. If you got any. Uh, uh, if you got any uh, comments, recommendations, anything, hit us up at woodwardsfilmcast at gmail.com or at woodwardsdet on Twitter. For Colin and Mitch, I'm Kale. We will see you next week. See you see next ya. week. Go Red Wings!
been a woodwardsdetroit.com production your detroit avenue to alternative pop culture talk